Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Northeast floods and twisters. I've never witnessed something like this before in my life. A break on the fire lines. Over the next couple of days, we're going to see the fire behavior diminish. Chipping away at Roe versus Wade. The Supreme Court's 5-4 to four ruling truly is stunning. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. A cascade of water at a New York City subway station, just one of many catastrophic scenes playing out in the Northeast as the remnants of Hurricane Ida dump historic amounts of rain. Water inundating a New York City bus and all over the region. Homes are flooded, basements taking on water. Tornadoes were spawned by the storm, too. In Mullica Hill, New Jersey, at least nine homes were destroyed. It's like a war zone. The one house over there, there's nothing left of it. CBS's Mola Lenghi says at least nine deaths in three states are blamed on the ferocious weather. Look at that tornado! A tornado tore through southern New Jersey, possibly the strongest to ever hit the state. It ripped the sides off some homes and turned others into a pile of rubble. The storm sent water pouring into New York City subways, forcing all trains to stop. Oh, my God! Rain flooded the streets, reaching some car windows. Oh, Cars are floating! And lifting others right off the road. The National Weather Service issued a flash flood emergency for the first time ever in New York City. In Brooklyn, rescue crews worked to save drivers trapped in the flood. Parts of the region got three inches of rain in just an hour, believed to be a record in the area. The destruction in the Northeast came after Ida wreaked havoc in parts of Virginia and Maryland, burying cars in mud. And in the Annapolis area, a tornado tore down power lines. CBS News meteorologist Jeff Baradelli on why the storm delivered such a late punch. Ida merged with a jet stream and a cold front. So it supercharged Ida and it wrung out all the moisture, all that tropical moisture connection, wrung it out right on top of New York City. President Biden is expected to visit Louisiana tomorrow to check on the damage done by Hurricane Ida. CBS's Omar Villafranca is on Grand Isle, a barrier island rendered uninhabitable by the storm. Homes were blown apart by Ida's ferocious winds. Power lines snapped and twisted. Seven miles of barrier island stripped of life-sustaining infrastructure. We surveyed the destruction with Mayor David Camerdale. 100% of the buildings, major damage. 85% is total. We have no food, we have no water, and we have no electricity. Those who stayed behind have started to rebuild, and supplies are starting to arrive. I'm Jim Crisula in Chacahula, Louisiana. 
Farmers are assessing the damage from Hurricane Ida's 150-mile-per-hour winds. Sugar cane and rice plants in the Bayou Parishes southwest of New Orleans are smashed to the ground. In southern Mississippi, pecan growers are checking on hurricane damage to their trees. Now to northern California, CBS's Carter Evans says winds that have pushed the big Caldor fire are expected to die down over the next several days. The Caldor fires pushing east toward the Nevada state line over terrain so dry and dangerous, officials say they may be forced to let it burn for miles. This is some steep, rugged, nasty country, and it's just not safe in a lot of it to put our firefighters up there in that stuff. Many of the more than 4,200 firefighters attacking this place have now been working nonstop for 19 straight days, using everything from helicopter water drops to bulldozers and hand tools. So far, they've been able to keep the flames away from South Lake Tahoe, partly by lighting backfires and clearing brush to slow the fire's advance. Late last night, the U.S. Supreme Court, in a 5-4 to four decision, denied an emergency appeal to block enforcement of a new Texas abortion law. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. By not taking a position, the court is essentially saying that the women in Texas will not be able to receive these services. And that in itself flies in the face of Roe v. Wade. The law bans abortions after six weeks and allows private citizens to be the enforcers in civil court to act against anyone involved in an abortion other than a patient. Top House Republican Kevin McCarthy tweets the GOP will not forget if tech and social media companies turn over personal information of people who may have been connected with the attack on the U.S. Capitol. For now, a Democratic-led House committee has requested that those companies preserve that information. CBS's Chris Van Cleve says D.C. is also bracing for a rally in a few weeks that's expected to bring out supporters of those who've been charged. CBS News has learned from a federal law enforcement source hundreds are expected to attend. Capitol Police have requested mutual aid from partner agencies to supplement its manpower, specifically requesting civil disturbance unit trained officers from other agencies in the Washington, D.C. area. Three police officers and two paramedics in suburban Denver have been indicted on manslaughter and other charges in the 2019 death of Elijah McClain. CBS's Allison Keyes says the confrontation came after a 911 call labeled the 23-year-old black man suspicious. He was put in a chokehold, and paramedics arrived and injected him with ketamine, more than one and a half times the dose for his body weight. Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser. Each of the five defendants face one count of manslaughter and one count of criminally negligent homicide. The police union says there's no evidence the officers caused McLean's death. A federal bankruptcy judge has approved a historic settlement for the opioid maker Purdue Pharma. CBS's Steve Futterman. Under the plan, the Sackler family, owners of Purdue Pharma, will pay more than $4 billion to settle around 3,000 lawsuits. But the family will also be shielded from any future lawsuits. And that bothers some, like this man, whose son died from OxyContin. I don't think they feel the pain. They need to feel the pain that these parents feel. Members of the Sackler family have been accused of intentionally hiding the addictive nature of OxyContin. And the legal drama may not be over. Some states that have balked at the deal are threatening an appeal. When it comes to auto accidents, sometimes it's not the driver, it's what they're driving. If every car driven by a teen had all available crash prevention technology, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety estimates that three-quarters of all fatal crashes could be prevented or mitigated. 
Researcher Alex Mueller. We want people to be more aware of the technologies that exist that could help their team drivers. Including automatic braking, blind spot detection, and technologies that can limit young drivers' speed. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. A 24-year-old Illinois woman faces charges for trying to use a fake vaccination card to skirt COVID rules in Hawaii. For one thing, the word Moderna on the card was spelled wrong with an A instead of an O. And the card indicated the shots were administered in Delaware, far from her home. Officials checked. No record of her there. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.